0: Welcome to episode 27 of Viper Recruit Spotlight. Only a couple of weeks away now from Texas Friday Night Lights, as we like to call it, football right around the corner. But the recruiting does not stop. Join with me as always are, I'm Wack, and join with me as always are my co-host Jackson and Ashton. Jackson, how are you doing today, man?
1: Doing good. I had a very busy week. Uh, we've been out at media days all week. Uh, glad to kind of take a little break from that, get back to, uh, some recruiting talk. And, uh, it's just been a great week so far.
0: Yeah, I definitely have the sunburn to prove it. Forgot to bring that sunscreen and paid the price. Ashton, how you doing, man?
2: I'm doing good. I'm, uh, back from missing last week's episode for recording Did get the interview in, but sadly just work's been so hectic and I, I start school next week going into my senior year. So it's a hectic time, but I'm honestly just ready for it and just riding the wave.
0: Yeah, I mean hectic time indeed. Um, school starting for most people, uh, if not they're starting very soon next week, and then like I said, two weeks away from week one of the football Texas high school football season. Let's talk about recruiting because recruiting has not stopped. There were a couple of big uh, commitments this past uh, this past week. Uh, let's start with uh, let's start with the one that we covered. Uh, you know, we, we got to announce it on our show. So Jackson, talk to us about the commitment of parker
1: jenkins yeah it was a special moment for me uh, i've gotten to know parker really well over the past couple of months uh we had been texting back and forth there were a couple times where we thought oh maybe he might be committing to school maybe he might be committing here uh finally he sent me a text uh last week and said hey man like i'm ready to make it de- i'm ready to make my decision uh he committed to houston it was awesome to just talk with him about it and uh very excited for parker i think that's a great fit for him as uh, Houston's going to the big 12, Uh, they've already got a star from the Houston area and Matthew golden, who has already been named a starter as a freshman. So they're obviously trying to keep this local Houston talent home and also aren't afraid to play them early. I think Parker will have a great impact on that team going into his freshman year, his freshman season. I think you'll see uh, Parker do lots of great things at Houston. So very excited for him.
0: For those that might not have watched the, uh, the commitment with which by the way, it's not up on YouTube yet. Um, and Jackson, if you recorded that, let's get that up on YouTube for those to watch. But for those that might not have watched, what was, I'm sure you probably asked him, what was the one of the biggest reasons he, he, he picked Houston over, over the other offers that he had?
1: Uh, I mean, really it was just, uh, it, it was home. And uh, he realized that after visiting uh, Houston that last weekend in July, Uh, He went up there, got really close with Coach Jinx there, who's uh, one of the the assistant coaches there, really built a great relationship with him, Uh, really heard out what the program had to say. I mean, he he told me the University of Houston has a lot to offer and uh, has the things that he wants in a program, and his mindset was, if all that's 45 minutes down the road, why would I leave home? Why not stay home? So uh, I think those were some of the big deciding factors for him. Uh, he's a big family man, and uh, having his family be able to drive up 30 minutes, 40 minutes for a game, uh, that, that means a lot, and that means a lot to a lot of kids to be able to stay, low, stay close to home and as close to home as possible. So that was one of the main things. Also just the education aspect of it. Uh, Parker's a kid that gets it more than most uh, that you're, you're going as, a, as an athlete, and of course the dream is the NFL, but uh, you're getting an education, and his goal there is to do great on and off the field. Uh, get that great education so that way in the future his future family uh, can succeed so he's a kid that I believe is going to thrive at the University of Houston Uh, very excited to see him play there and uh, it was great talking with him about why he decided to choose Houston
0: yeah very very excited for him indeed Um, other news across the state I'll give my two cents real quick you know kind of almost seems like A&M and Texas are kind of battling at this point each week Um, so you had uh, Darion, uh Darion Gillette, that uh, Galette he commits to Texas that's a big get um on the de- defensive side of the ball you know they lost out on on uh on Colton from Westlake um but I think that's a nice get for for Texas to kind of kind of make up for that loss and then, of course a little bit outside Texas but I think it's still you know bears to to mention they get Cedric Maxson Jr I think it's the number 2 uh um running back in the class or no number 1 running back I think number 2 overall nationally ranked uh, in the state, uh, overall. Um, so big time get for university of Texas there. Um, Jackson, uh, what other news you got for us from across the state?
1: Well, first off, I, I just kind of want to talk about that a little bit. Uh, that was a big deal for Texas to get, uh, uh, Darian, uh, as a, at a linebacker position, after you mess out on a guy like Anthony Hill, you really got to try to find, uh, that guy that you really wanted to pair up with him, And Darian was definitely that guy So uh, that was a really good get by Texas to pick up a linebacker in this class, one of the top in the state. Uh, But other than that, uh, San Marcos offensive lineman, class of 2024, Ori Williams picked up an offer from Florida. Uh, He's really racked up a lot of offers in the past uh, couple of months without even really seeing the field. uh, As Last year he was ineligible after transferring from El Campo to San Marcos. So very excited to see him play this year. He's 6'8", 310 pounds, absolutely massive human being, uh, very excited to see how he does this year, and uh, I think his recruitment is definitely going to start heating up after he gets some film.
0: Yeah, we had the pleasure of being out in San Marcos on Tuesday for a Vibe Campus photo shoot. And let me tell you, he he was just, you, you could point Ori out anywhere in a crowd. That's how how big of a man he is. Looking forward to seeing him play Ashley, right, let's turn it over to you, man. Uh, if you have any thoughts about any of these commitments that we've talked about or any news of your own from from the Texas high school football co- uh recruiting world.
2: So, to, to kind of build on what you said, uh Jackson about UT, like you said, uh you you have to be able to 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 move around when Anthony Hill commits to A&M, you got to find the next man up. And for them to do that And very quickly, honestly, worked out really well for him. But to build on to a and as well, they've started to recruit pretty young now in the 2025 class with Taz Williams Jr. and Dalen McCutcheon. Uh, to see them recruit 2025 already is pretty astonishing, and it, it really just shows that the battle between UT and a and and the rest of the SEC for the years to come is going to be there. But to step aside from the SEC, uh, 2023 three-star Ellian, excuse me, Ellison, a defensive lineman brendan Beck, committed to baylor this past weekend as well
0: Well there you have it any other news before we move on to our interview this week jackson i see you nodding your head a little bit what you got for us
1: yeah one thing that i forgot to say uh class of 2025 wide receiver from katie jordan picked up uh andrew marsh picked up an offer from texas tech uh, he's been putting together a pretty impressive offer list so far. Uh, this, this is just another team to add to the list. He's a kid I expect to have a breakout sophomore year. Uh, he's a kid I'm very excited to be able to cover in the next couple of years here in the Houston area. Uh, but he picks up another offer from Texas Tech. And uh, I expect him to be one of these top wide receivers in the state, if not the country, uh, when rankings come out for class of 25.
0: One other commitment that um, uh, I don't—I think it did not happen, um, or I think it did happen after our last show. And so, correct me if I'm wrong, Jackson. But Braylon Shelby from Friendswood—he commits to USC over Texas. I don't think that happened um before our show went live last week um so that is a big time loss for for texas but again that plays into you know darian's commitment so yes they lose braylon but they get Darian. so there, there's some there's some win there's some loss but that is definitely a huge blow for texas i know they would have loved to have shelby there but he's going to home to usc uh jackson i know you've kind of been somewhat in the loop on that you know you to talk to him a little bit at the media days and whatnot anything you want to say on that matter to his, on his commitment to usc
1: I mean, uh, the one thing I will say is that's a big-time get for USC. This is probably – he's rated as a four-star. He's probably uh, not ranked as high as he should be. Uh, He's definitely a guy that I think is going to make an impact. Could be a future first-rounder one day at the D-line position. He's absolutely massive. He's quick. uh, Got great twitch, great punch. Uh, I expect him to do great things at USC. That's a big-time get for USC to come down and get a Houston-area kid, as we've seen they've tried to offer some of these – uh, Houston and Texas kids to try to get them uh to go out to Cali. But uh, that's a big time get. That's a big win over Texas. I'm sure uh Texas fans will love to have him, but uh, USC fans are definitely gonna be really happy to have him next ball.
0: Yeah, I definitely uh that w- that one stung a little bit when he when he committed to Friends When are not friends when he committed to USC. Not gonna lie there. With that being said, uh let's jump to our interview this week. This week it's gonna be Ashton with the interview bring us another one for us he's going to be bringing he's going to be talking to uh chico Holt of straight jesuit um you know tight end out there that is going to be doing some big things i think this year so without further ado let's turn it over to that interview with holt and ashton right now
2: back to the Viper recruit spotlight show i'm here with 2023 three-star tight end chico Holt. how are you doing today chico doing good doing good well, I'm really, I'm really glad you're able to get on the show, man, uh, and I, I really want to thank you for everything and just communicating with me and being able to get this to work. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Always. So to kind of jump into it, we'll start with the first question. We'll go, last, last season didn't go in y'all's favor. You fell just short of the playoffs as you were one game out. Coming into this year, what have you all done as a collective to change the, tra- the trajectory of this year? Um, we, we talked about this last season with the
3: captains and the coaches and basically a lot of the players just kind of going over like, okay, what, what can we do? What can we change? And there's not any like broad, like we're not, you know, getting new uniforms and changing all the weights in the weight room. But I think we're like, well, we actually are getting new uniforms, but, (laughs) um, what should we call it? We're, uh, it's more of a cultural shift. I think we, we lacked a little bit of that last year, and we're trying to really make it happen to where everybody's just bought in, everybody's working hard, and we're just going to be the best team we can be. And I think, like, other than that, that's all we can do. So we're going to control what we can control and just
2: do our best. So, your starting quarterback, Rice Fusick, threw for nearly 2,600 yards, 29 touchdowns, five of those to you. What is your connection with Fusick like?
3: It's been fun, which
2: uh, he's
3: uh, been my QB since uh, freshman year. So it's yeah, it's been really fun, like just basically getting to know Bryce and then have him throw me passes on Friday nights. And it's been awesome. We've been working on that for a while now. And I think we should really continue to build on that momentum uh, this year, last year of high school.
2: With a couple key players like Joe Crawford, Leland Smith and Will Taylor graduated, your role with blocking and receiving has been increased. What are some things over the off season that you personally and you as a team have done to get prepared for this year? Um, there's been a, a couple of sophomores stepping up, and
3: um, you know, really, just we're just trying to be the best, the best football players and the best team that we can be. So, I've been working on strength, route running, speed, all of that, and I'm pretty sure everybody on the entire team's been working like that too. So I'm, uh, I'm excited for this year. Uh, those guys, obviously big loss. England was an animal outside. Joel Crawford was a monster with the ball in his hands, but uh, we'll see what we can do this year.
2: Rated as a three-star, one of the best tight ends in the state, you accumulated over 28 offers. Walk me through what your recruiting clock process was like pre-committing to Northwestern.
3: Um, It was, it was actually really cool. Um, Got to meet, Ton of cool people. Um, Talked to a lot of people. Uh, draw a lot of support from a lot of people. I like uh, Max Merrill. He's at Texas now. Talked to him a lot through the process, and um, yeah, just it was really cool because you get to see all these places. I got to see you know Michigan. I got to you know, and then uh, you just they also connect you with people and you learn, and it, it was a really cool experience. Just and I can also speak to the uh, rewards of just like being able to have more conversations with more people, like just you get better at it as you do it. So stuff like these interviews has come a little
2: easier. <laughs> so like you said, you want a visit to Michigan, and you won, you did go on a visit to Cal as well. Ultimately, you committed to Coach Pat Fitzgerald and Coach Jeff Janik at Northwestern. Could you walk me through what stood out about the Wildcats?
3: Yeah, no, I'm, I just – Really, really like the place. Really like Coach Fitz. Really like Coach Genic. Just, uh, yeah. Just, it just seemed really like the right fit for me. Like, I just could see myself as a Wildcat.
2: Going into your senior year, you're committed. You've got a bigger role. The connection between you and Fusick is four years deep now. What does this year have in store for all of y'all?
3: We're not sure, but we're going to attack it. You know, uh, we're we're just. Yeah, we'll show up, we're going to do our best and we're going, to, we're going to bring the heat, we're going to bring the energy, we're going to bring the best dang culture we got and freaking uh, try and uh, mow over some kids on Friday night.
2: To kind of close off the interview, what do you have to say to those people that are maybe doubting y'all and saying, oh, that they didn't make the playoffs last year, that they're not going to make it again this year? What do you have to say to them?
3: Uh, i'm not sure i'm not i'm not the greatest trash talker there is but uh i mean shoot you might be surprised come come december time so
2: do you have anything else you'd like to finish off with chico
3: uh i don't think so i mean I, nothing nothing on the top of the mind here
2: well chico i really appreciate you being out here guys chico's a great person and awesome student and a better player on the field Someone that you need to watch out with that we're going to see on Saturdays. Chico, thanks again. I really appreciate you being here, man. Oh yeah, awesome. No problem. Thank you for having me on,
0: Ashton. Thanks for that interview again. And in fact, you may be the one on the call next week. Might have a little nice little surprise for for the viewers of Vibe Recruit Spotlight. So definitely be tuning in next week for that. But without further ado, it's time to get to the favorite segment of the show. That is our under the radar segment where we take a look at athletes we consider quote unquote under the radar for one reason or another. That could be three, four, five stars that just don't have has doesn't have the offer list that we think they should have, or there you know maybe they don't have any stars, but we feel like this is a kid that he, he's a, he's a can't miss type of talent. You need to get him on your squad type of type of a guy that just for whatever reason or another is not getting the offers. So with that being said, let's turn to our man Ashton who was not here with us last week. Ashton, who is your under the radar for this week?
2: So my under the radar recruit of the week is KV on a junior Allen running back. When I mention Allen, everyone knows their history of success. When you mentioned running backs just a few months ago, people would have mentioned Washington state freshman Jalen Jenkins, or just a few weeks prior, people would have said Devin Turner. With Devin now in California for his senior year, it has really opened the door for KV to truly shine. What excites many about him is his versatility. He can just beat about, he can beat about just about any defender with his speed and quickness. He can change directions and juke defenders with his footwork, but it can also run him over with brute strength if needed. He doesn't only excel at running the ball though. His catching ability and kick and punt return on special teams helps Allen in drastic ways. Although he played behind Jalen and Devin last year, Kavion has already picked up a couple offers from Minnesota and Texas Tech, but I expect more offers to begin coming in after his junior season when he gets more playing time and film.
0: Hey, love to hear it. Uh, Can't wait to see what he does in the field this year. Jackson, let's turn it over to you now. Who is your under-the-radar athlete this week?
1: Yeah, my under-the-radar athlete this week is uh, Harrison Moore from Southlake Carroll High School. He's a class of 2024 tight end, uh, 6'5", 235, uh, just a, a big tight end, uh, Has been was a first-team all-district selection last year, uh, has only picked up one offer so, so far from Incarnate Word. I expect that to change uh, as Southlake Carroll has been one of these teams that has had guys go to the next level, especially at the tight end position. You saw Blake Smith a couple years ago to go to Texas A&M uh, so I expect Harrison to be the next on the list. As you can see, he's a guy who can uh, block uh, in the trenches when he needs you. When he needs to, he's a threat down in the passing game as well. Uh, is great. Uh, has great hands. Great speed at that position. So I-, I expect this kid to start picking up offers as the season goes along. Uh, as many teams will go out to go watch uh, Southlake Carroll. So uh, be out on the lookout for this kid. He's a guy in the DFW area. I definitely think uh, we'll start picking up a lot of offers coming uh, next spring.
0: I'm going to go to the Austin area. My under the radar this week is Jack Zibel of Westwood High School. Sorry if I mispronounced your last name. He's a 6'4", 295-pound offensive lineman who actually does play both ways. He's an offensive lineman and defensive lineman for Westwood, uh, and he's pretty good (laughs) at both positions, let me tell you. He's got great power that you when you watch this tape right now you'll see he utilizes it very well. Uh, I think he actually probably takes his skills from the wrestling mat. He's a, I think he was a state finalist in, in wrestling this past year and he, I think he utilizes he, you know he takes what he learns there and, and transfers it to the football field rather well. He's very hard to move. And man, if you're if you're on the defensive side and he's on the offensive side, you're gonna get moved. <laughs> You'll see a couple of plays here where he's driving the guy five, ten yards down the field. That's what you love to see from an offensive lineman right there. Um and then, then on the defense side, he he just bullies you, gets you out of the way, and and, and makes a tackle. I feel like that versatility on both sides. Um and, you know, it, it just shows what a great athlete he is. You know, going both ways, um, you know, for I think Westwood is a a 5A or 6A school, one or the other. can't remember the top of my head, but either way, going both ways at that level, uh, you know, it's not as common as when you look at the 2A, you know, 1A through 3A, 4A level in Texas high school football. And he's a smart man as well. High, high GPA, you know, so you're looking for a great student athlete. This is the man you want. I think he has at least one offer right now, but I I think it's going to grow exponentially this year, Uh, so be on the lookout for him. That being said, if you or someone you know um, wants to be featured on this show, whether that's, you know, whether you or yourself want to be featured or you know someone that should be featured, hit us up in the comments, let us know in the DMs, send us an email. We will cover your athlete on our show. That being said, it's time to get out of here, boys. But before we do that, let's get some shout-outs. Ashton, who you shouting out, man?
2: So I'm going to shout out a couple former basketball teammates of mine. Uh, Jalen Bernard, he recently committed to Longwood, and uh, it's going to be great to see that uh, Houston Defender pipeline continue. And uh, Trent Burns, he uh, recently picked up an offer from Incarnate Ward. So just shout out to y'all, and
1: i uh, really glad to see y'all continuing to strive for greatness.
0: Jackson, who are you shouting out, man?
1: Yeah, I'm going to shout out someone we shouted out last week on the show. Uh, I'm going to shout out uh, my coworker who uh, has become a great friend, Scott Terrell. Um, Scott, just shout out to you. Uh, we, we do a lot of work behind the scenes. Scott is, was the main man helping me out doing that and uh, was a great mentor, great teacher. So, Scott, thank you for that. And uh, very excited to see where your career takes you and see uh, where life takes you over the next couple of years. But shout out to Scott. Also, I want to shout out uh, my little brother, Harry. Uh, he just got back from AM from doing summer school. He is officially a Texas A&M student now. So, uh, very excited for him. Very excited to go up there and see him in College Station next fall. But uh, just shout out to Scott. And shout out to Harry.
0: Well, apologies and, you know, condolences to him being an Aggie now. Just playing. Got to give you a hard time whenever I can with that. Um, no, uh, I will also be shouting out Scott. Been a great four years working with him. I think we kind of joined around the same time now he's going off to do, uh, to do other things. So, a little bittersweet media day last, yeah, yesterday at Regents. Uh, well, um, yesterday as in uh, Wednesday for, because uh, we could record a day early, but, you know, Wednesday he was down here at Regents for his last media day. Uh, definitely bittersweet um, getting to work with him one last time. So, yeah, he's going to be my shout-out. Um, so, uh, good luck to you out there, Scott, and definitely stay in touch, my man. It's going to be our show for today. As always, we are here every Friday breaking down all that Texas high school football recruiting news you need to know about and that we need to cover and do cover that being said we'll be back here next friday at noon for another show next friday being the last show before week one of the texas high school football season until then i'm whack that's jackson and ashton and we'll see you at the games